Welcome to Slayer Talk. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. How you doing, Carol? It's welcome everyone to Slayer Talk. My name's Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend Carol. How you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Why do you look so angry? Because you're being ridiculous with that intro. What do you want me to do? Just be boring? I don't know, but like you sound creepy and weird. You're supposed to sound creepy and weird because we're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Way to offend all the uh, Buffy the Vampire fans out there. What? <laughs> what did you say? You want to you rewind and try that <laughs> sentence again? Way to offend all the Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans out there. Yeah, it's a brand new show. I mean, I don't think they have a rabid fan base at this point. It's a brand new show based off an obscure movie from five years ago. Oh, shut up. It's good. Just because you love the movie doesn't mean that everyone in the world does. Okay, but why are they listening to us talk about it if they don't care? I didn't say they. I didn't say our listeners don't care. Okay, so don't offend our listeners. Anyway, it's April first, nineteen ninety-seven. April Fool's. Everyone. It is happy April Fool's Day. We should have done something funny, like said we were pregnant. <laughs> wow, you went way farther than I would have. I was going to say pretend that we were doing the nine hundred two one zero show or something. Oh. But... Yeah, I guess that would be more fun for them. <laughs> By the way, yeah, that's not really a, that's not really a that's not really a prank. That's it's more just a lie. I don't know. I used to I used to uh, prank my mom with that sometimes on April Fool's Day, but she never believed me. Wow, really? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> maybe so, one day, maybe one day, Carol. I, speaking we'll of being a child. pregnant, though, I don't think that Buffy will ever get pregnant because she's never getting laid. Oh, yeah. I mean, based on what we're seeing in the show right now. I guess. There's there's enough guys that want to, though. Yeah, but she is too busy. She's too busy to have a love life. I'm that's, very busy. I'm very busy with business. That's kind of the theme of this episode. Yeah, that's she, true. She can't even successfully date. So Yeah, she can't even su- successfully date... Uh, suddenly Owen. Sudden, suddenly, it's like suddenly Seymour. Suddenly <laughs> Owen is everywhere. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's this dude named Owen, and everyone wants him. Not everyone, just her and Cordelia. Yeah, but uh, uh, Willow's like, oh, look, it's Owen. We know about him. Hmm? Well, no, I mean, of course we're not going to know all of her classmates. I mean, if she has a crush on him. It like- seems like it comes out of nowhere. He comes into the library, and she's all like, oh, Owen. I know you, uh huh. but we don't know him. Well, she's only been in this school for like five weeks. She's still meeting people. The episode should establish him in some way. Why? So that we can know him. We get to know him. Do you know how, well, really, what do you know about him? Um, that he likes Emily Dickinson. And um, he becomes an adrenaline junkie. I can't believe they didn't do a joke where they were like... Uh, they confused Emily Dickinson with Angie Dickinson. Um, I mean, they like Buffy, did do a joke. Buffy could have been like, I used to watch her on Police Woman. 
I don't know what the hell you're talking about, so that's probably why they didn't do it. TV because show from the 70s. Yeah, people who are watching this show probably weren't watching the shows in the 70s. All right. Just saying. Anyway, they did make a joke, though. She called her Emily Dickens. Yeah, they, they made one joke. She that's... pretended to be a big fan. And then she called her Emily Dickens. It what was a, pretty what funny. A, what a great joke. <laughs> you're a great joke. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't are you know. trying to you trying to uh, win a spot writing on Buffy the Vampire Slayer with that kind of razor sharp humor? Wow, that's a little uh, mean there, sir. <laughs> you just called me a joke. <laughs> yeah, mine was funnier. Um. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Buffy likes Owen, but. And she agrees to go on a date with him, but then it turns out that there's some big prophecy of some, you know, ancient evil coming back the same night. Talk about scheduling conflicts, right? Yep. (laughs) Well, speaking of that, my first note is where we start. The vampires are back. Yes. Yes. Suddenly vampires. Vampires are back on the vampire show. You were all worried about it, but now they're back. And I'm glad. I'm glad the vampires are back. However... And we get uh, Skeletor in the the cave, and for some reason, he's bound by some weird kind of force field that we see now, but he's all like, I can't go to the surface. (laughs) That's what he sounds like. You've got to bring, you've got to bring them to me. I want so, a, I want an anointed. And he, he starts to, uh, it's like a toy. He starts to, buy me an anointed. He starts to do this sermon where he's talking about uh, the prophecy says. It's the worst church service I've ever seen in my life. And I was raised Catholic, so. And and they actually have like a thing that they say like it's church as it is written. So shall it be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very so, culty. Yeah, very culty, very religious-y. And, like, who are they praising? Him? Seems like he was yeah, he keeps saying the master. praising somebody else. He keeps so. saying the master, and it seems like he was talking about somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I wonder like, who's... Ah, uh, the Slayer's not going to know the anointed. Oh. Sure, no, bring him to me. Okay. Uh, okay, Gatsby. Like, I don't know. That's how he sounds in my... In my, my that's not head. how he sounds at all. Well, that's the voice I'm going to use for him for the entirety of the show that he's on. So. Why? Because that's what I want to do. So just get used to it. No. That's a funnier voice. You're a funny voice. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You're really feeling your comedy notes this this episode, aren't you? This is what happens when we record and I'm not sleepy, so. Okay, there you go. (laughs) You might want to let me be sleepy next time. All right. This is what happens when we record and... You've just inhaled a bunch of laudanum. Laudanum? Yeah. It's like opium mixed with alcohol. Wow. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway. So, okay, so Buffy's supposed to um, go meet Owen at the... Owen! Bronze. Bronze. At 8 o'clock. The club. Because Cordelia... Like, cuts her off when she's going to go sit by him. 
And they like run into each other. And then Cordelia is trying to invite him to hang out with her at the bronze. And she's like, people will be there. He's like, oh, who will be there? Buffy, will you be there? It was kind of funny to watch. Like, Cordelia get shit on. Um, But. (laughs) That'd be a different kind of episode. (laughs) But. um, A German episode. Because Giles, you know, makes Buffy uh, go hunt for this bad, evil vampire. She's late. And she sees Cordelia all over Owen. Does what? Oh, yeah, that's right. They go to. They go to the the mausoleum. Yeah, I, graveyard. It's so weird. They they always apparently just go there to hunt. That's not really hunting. They're just sitting in the graveyard. And I thought to myself, can't they appear other places? Well, I mean, they use the sewer system to get around, and we did see them in a neighborhood one time using the sewer system. So yeah, you would think so. I don't know why they're mainly camped out there. Not either. Whatever. That's where they're hanging. They're looking for the guy. He's not there. Well, we should mention that in the very beginning, she kills a dude. She kills a, uh, well, not a dude, but she kills a vampire. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing some kind of ring. Or there's a ring that's left. Oh, yeah. Giles picks it up with a stick like he's afraid to touch it. And that's how Giles figures out that they're apparently acolytes of the anointed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so is the anointed the big bad Maybe that's coming, or... Maybe. I will say this. I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When we watched it, it was fine. It wasn't like my favorite. Like, I didn't love it like you did. But it was fine, right? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to like this a little bit more, I think. Yay! Because... In the movie, obviously, you can't get too much into any kind of lore or, you know, like, deep kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And this is exploring more, it seems like anyway, kind of deep into, like, mythology and everything. I like a lot of the themes that uh, they might be exploring here, so... Yeah, I mean, it definitely does seem like they're going deeper into things, so it'll be interesting. Right. But, okay, so the prophecy says that the anointed will, five will die and the anointed will rise from their ashes or something like that. Right, yeah. So, like, there's a bus full of people, and I thought the dude on the bus who was acting crazy was a bad guy. Yeah, I thought he was already a vampire. Yeah, me too. He's like muttering to himself and saying some crazy shit that sounded like it kind of went with the prophecy maybe. but Right, yeah, agreed. I thought he was going to turn into a vampire and start attacking everyone. Right. But instead, vampires just attack the bus. And on the bus, there was the bus driver, the mom, the little boy, the crazy dude, and some other rando. Yeah, five people. Yeah. So apparently they all get killed by these vampires right and taken to the morgue they say but it's also just attached to the graveyard it's like a mausoleum type there's it's so weird like it's like a combination thing well i mean the morgue is usually in the hospital so that doesn't right exactly in the hospital or like if it was for some sort of um investigative purposes you would think it would be its own building or something like that, but mm-hmm. instead it's attached to the graveyard. 
and it's like the funeral home place. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do autopsies at the funeral home, right? I or, don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I wouldn't think they would. But no, I don't know. But yeah, the the dead bodies are there, right? And it's the set that they have access to. That's why, right? And Giles like lets Buffy go on her next date with this Owen dude because they've like rescheduled their date now. And he's like, "I'll just go check it out to make sure everything's cool. I'll go all by myself." Like she convinces him that it's not a very intriguing lead. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I guess you're right. I'll just go check it out." So Mr. Librarian is going to go check it out. He's the watcher. And um, it turns out, of course, then that there are vampires there because the people were killed by vampires. And Skeletor sends the two worst vampires ever <laughs> to to do this job. Yeah. They're terrible because he, Giles gets there and he's looking around. He's He feels like maybe he's being watched or whatever. Then they pop up and they're like, ha! And they're like, all they do is scare him. And then <laughs> he's able to just run away yeah. into the building when they're... They don't, I mean, they chase him, but, like, they don't catch him, and he's just a normal, ordinary, middle-aged dude. He he puts up a, like, barrier against the door, barricades himself in there, but it's like they're supposed to be super strong. Yeah, and he's able to hide in one of the, the drawers mm-hmm. where they're keeping bodies. They don't look. <laughs> like, they don't look there when they break in, because they eventually they get in. We don't see it, but eventually they do get in. And it, out through the bars of the window, which looked really funny. And I'm sorry, if they could stretch the bars out of the window like they did to get out through that window, mm-hmm. they should have been able to break down the door a lot sooner. You would think so. And then later, uh, when Willow and, what's his name, are there? Xander. Xander. Brandon, whatever his last name is, the actor's name. Uh, Xander and Willow are there. They open the door, and they're just standing out there. And they're again, they're just like, ah, and they're able to just slowly close. It's not like they, it's not like they slam it. I mean, they don't, they close it fast, but it's not very fast. Yeah, on screen, and they don't try anything like to push in or anything like that. What the fuck? <laughs> like they are terrible vampires. Very bad. I'm sure that they will get punished. Well, I don't think they will because they accomplished their goal, but. We're just staring at each other quizzically because she doesn't know what I'm talking about, but she should. I should, I know. But anyway, see, I was sleepy when we watched the show. That's continue, continue <laughs> with your breakdown there, kid. Um. Okay, so anyways, Buffy goes to the bronze the second night in a row. She's with Owen, and Giles has ended up in trouble. Willow and Xander have followed him and, and determined that he needs help, so they go to get Buffy. At the, huh. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. At school the next day, after the first, when she's really late to the first date and she <laughs> sees him dancing with Cordelia and she mm-hmm. just walks out, mm-hmm. he comes up to school the next day and, and says to her, say, what happened to you last night? And she gives an excuse. What was it? I don't remember. Oh, my God. Okay. It was so ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I remember that. <laughs> she said something like... <coughs> Oh, she said that she was in her room and her clock stopped or her watch stopped and there are no clocks in her room. So she didn't know what time it was and she didn't know what day it was. Yeah. And that's why she didn't come. 
and which is the worst excuse I've ever heard in my life. You couldn't come up with anything better than that. Right. His response to that is, I thought I was the only one that happened to. Well, I'm sure he didn't mean that. And I think he even knew she was lying. I don't. Because then he offers his watch. Some fancy pocket watch. Well, I thought that was all a joke. I don't think so. Hmm. I think it was supposed to be like, oh, I'm a big egghead, too, and I just read all the time. I think that's what it was supposed to be in reference to, but it's so ridiculous. Okay. I mean, I guess it, it's possible somebody could, like, lose track of the time and then their watch is stopped or whatever. But not but, what day it is. Well, and, you know, you'd think you'd be excited about a date and not lose track of the time because of that. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Uh, According to Buffy, she's got like Niagara Falls between her legs. So, ew. Uh, well, she's very ready for a date. She keeps talking about it. Yeah, she was excited to go on this date, and they dance, and they're getting along, and it's you know cute or whatever. But of course, they get interrupted because it's Buffy, and I realize she's. It's like the Superman thing, you know. It's like she's never going to be able to have a real life. She mentions Superman. She does. She says Clark Kent has a job, so why can't I oh, yeah. do this, too? But huh. Okay, so I but guess yeah, my I, comparing her to Superman was not as impressive, considering she compared herself. I agree with you, though. It is very much like that. Anyways. <laughs> She's trying to dance and have fun with this dude, but first Angel interrupts her. To tell her that, uh, yeah, hey, try- you should be out. She's trying to dance uh, while Velvet Chain is playing. Yeah. Apparently, they are, uh, this show has got the market cornered on obscure indie bands. Not a bad, not a bad band, though. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, Angel comes up, and all of a sudden, she looks like she wants to fuck him, too. I think she's got uh, three-way in her head. You think she looked like she wants to fuck Angel? He comes up, and she's like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be here. Yeah, she gives him all the, the, the doe eyes and everything. Huh. See, I I thought I saw eyes from him, not her. But well, he looks jealous. Mm-hmm. Very much for a, a sexless guardian angel, he gets very jealous. Apparently, like you're on a date. Like what the fuck? Like he acts like this was some kind of crime because she should be out there dealing with the uh, evil stuff. Yeah, which he knows about, and he's only coming to warn her about now on the day that it's actually happening. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I already know about it." And he's like, "Oh." Okay, well, what are you doing here? Right. And it's like, why don't you give some more concrete answers, you dick? Yeah. So, and then in the meantime, Xander and Willow show up, and they're like, hey, Giles needs your help, so. Giles is about to get killed. And they take their sweet-ass time leaving, by the way. And she tells Owen, you know, I'm sorry, I've got to go. And, like, she makes up some kind of bullshit about why she has to go to the cemetery mm-hmm. or the well, morgue or whatever. No, she, at first she says, he's like, oh, she goes, you probably won't want to go to the morgue or whatever. And he says, no, it sounds like fun. Let's break in. Right. And she's like, no, 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 don't come. I don't, I mean, like, it seemed like more, I don't remember what she said exactly, but it seemed like it made more sense. Yeah. And he still shows up, though. Yeah, he follows them. Which is weird and stalkerish. And I mean, like, your date said she's done with you. Don't stalk her to the next event. Like, what? What the fuck? Stalk her to the next event. <laughs> Don't you think that's a little what weird? What a night uh, Buffy's got planned. 
if, several events. <laughs> but I mean, okay, if you're out with a girl mm-hmm. and you're like having dinner and then your friends walk up and they're like, hey, there's a raging party later. Let's go. And your date's like, oh, I want to go. And you're like, mm, that's okay. And then she shows up at the party. That'd be fucked up, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's the be same thing. Incredibly rude of me to behave that way, but yes. Yeah, well, it was a little rude of Buffy, too. Um, but So he shows up, and now they have to try to protect him amongst all the vampires. It's just a giant pain in the ass. Well, they, yeah, they have to protect Xander, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of Xander's thing. Mm-hmm. So... How does, like, uh, this is another situation where there's a person who shouldn't just think everything's cool. He's now seen vampires, but he seems to think everything's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know how he he interprets this. I guess he just thinks that it's some asshole, like, raging through. Well, and he watched Buffy, like, kick their ass, so he kind of should know she's, like... The Maybe Slayer. we should explain to the listeners what happened. I guess, sorry. Um, well, they go in and they save Giles, and then the vampire who had, like, the 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 crazy dude from the bus. Yeah, the crazy dude from the bus, who is, was dead. Is a vampire He's now. reanimated. Yeah. And so they're fighting him. And her date gets knocked out. Yeah, he try. Owen tries to fight him off, and he gets... He ends up getting, yeah, hit in, in the face. But he does he does end up uh, getting a couple shots and then the vampire, so. Yeah, yeah he tries to save her. It's kind of cute. All of a sudden, vampires can't kill anyone anymore. They don't have teeth or anything. Right, right. He's just like, I'll just knock him out. So then Buffy kicks his ass. She thought he was dead, though. That was funny. She's like, you killed my date. Right. And then she starts Yeah, this episode's there. called Never Kill Your Boyfriend on a First Date or whatever. Yeah. Never kill a boy on the first date. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um So I, she pushes him into the crematorium. Yeah. Or whatever, the oven. But Owen sees that. He sees like the end of this. She he doesn't see him go into the oven. Why are you looking at me like that? He doesn't. Okay, why doesn't he see that? I don't know, because he's shaking his head. Because they, they loop and play the same clip of him, like, kind of shaking his head and holding his head at the same time, uh, like, three times in a row while they're intercutting. They're, they're intercut from that shot of him to her kicking the, the vampire's ass back to that same shot of him again, to her kicking the vampire's ass back to that same shot of him again, back to her pushing it in there. And then finally he refocuses and opens his eyes. Hmm. And because he says, what happened to that guy? Oh, and okay. she said, you scared him off. Yeah, okay, you're right. But he did see her fighting him. And then mm-hmm. the next day, he's like, hey, that was so awesome. Let's go to, like, a bad neighborhood at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning and, like, pick up a, pick a fight. fight. Yeah. And so he, she's all like... All of a sudden, he's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. She's like, oh, so you want to be Mr. Danger now. So she doesn't want that. Which, really, you'd think that would be a good thing for a guy she's dating to like Danger, but... As she points out, though, and I think very well, that if she did that, then eventually he'd die. Yeah. He'd either get himself killed or she'd get him killed because she's not cautious like Willow and Xander are. 
The only thing keeping Will and Xander safe is that they know to pull back yeah. and to be cautious. And he just wants to get in there. He'd want to be on the front lines and then he'd die. Yeah, because he doesn't sense. have the superpowers of her. Well, that's something else that would be hard, probably, in dating. Like, guys probably oh, yeah. get insecure. Would she break a guy during sex? Where do her powers? She launched that uh, cheerleader. Remember? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think can she, she can control, control it. it? Yeah. It seems like she could. All right. I'll give it to you. <laughs> so, okay, the big reveal, though, in this episode. Dun, dun, dun. I've, I've got myself a brand new anointed. They think that they have killed the anointed. They think that vampire was the anointed. The crazy dude, yeah. Right. But in fact, it was the little boy from the bus. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, watching this episode, I thought, ooh, brutal, they, they kill a little kid. And I was like, you don't see it, but the implication is they killed a little kid. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, that's that's more brutal than I thought that they were going to go with. But it never, like, I never twigged to the fact that maybe that kid wasn't dead. But, well, well I mean, he's undead now, I guess, right? Yeah, they I mean, they still killed the person that he was. Yeah, they made him into a vampire, I'm assuming. Yeah, now he's like a demon or whatever. So now the creepy little uh, vampire that was acting like a priest and cr- quoting scripture has a, a little child <laughs> yeah. that, that he is in charge of. That's so, awesome. Yeah, no, no disturbing parallels there. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Creepiness. But, yeah, what did you think of this episode? What did you think of this episode? This is episode five, so what did you think of this in comparison to the other four? I liked this episode the best, I think. I I liked a lot about this episode, yeah. This part was probably the best episode so far because we get more of a sense of Buffy and her growing maturity and acceptance of her role in this situation. Mm-hmm. We get some more drama of, you know, like the fight between her wanting to have somewhat of a normal life and doing this. And we get a lot more mythology. Suddenly they're, these vampires are just, are not just any vampires, but they're part of some sort of ancient religion. <laughs> well, it is the Hellmouth, so there has to be. Are you going to mention that every episode? I am. I'm going to mention it every single time. It's like part of my job. It's the lazy. It's like the laziest explanation for everything ever. That's <laughs> oh, the Hellmouth. Oh shush! But yeah, I enjoyed the getting Buffy. To- your period's late, and that's the Hellmouth. Well, you already know she's not getting laid. That's so. true. But yeah, I liked it. I like getting to know Buffy better, and um, I. I thought it was cute watching her, like, dating and stuff. And I feel bad that it didn't work out. The show's growing on me, I think. Good. It seems like it's getting better. He's coming over to my side. Yeah, we'll see. Mwahaha. Well, it is the Hellmouth. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that is the episode for this week, Carol. Okay, so go ahead and write us at what? <laughs> he just gave me this look. Like, what was that? You just just don't want to do your job huh i i i'm very lazy All lately right. okay so write us at late fee 1994 mm-hmm. uh check out our website at www.retroleafy.com mm-hmm. and uh tell your friends all right we'll see you next time bye bye